everybody. Welcome to another episode of our podcast where we ask the question, Hey. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Do you remember the ops? Yes. We sure do. I'm Courtney. And I'm Tom. And we're looking at you, the Ots. There's a lot of things we need to talk about with you. You Yeah. Gotta I think do at this point, trends aren't coming back. They're sort of folding in on themselves like Inception. Yes. You know, when Ariadne's learning how to create the dream world as the architect and then the and then Paris just folds in on itself. That's sort of what's happening with overlapping odds trends in oh, 2021. Yeah. Agreed. What a time it's been. <laughs> 2021 has been rough, so we are just taking it easy this episode. Um, we've had a few of these, but like, you know what? It, three months have been a long year. That's right. We're doing another relaxed bit episode. Where uh, do you mind if I I can kind of introduce it? Oh, please do. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about old viral hits and memes of the two thousands, and this led to kind of a more generalized relaxed bit episode. But I have a whole page of things I'm very excited and scared to talk about. Courtney, I want to know what you brought to the table or some experiences you have had with these the viral sensations of the arts. Mine was much more silly. It was it was much more silly based. Um, just like a, a flash cartoon here or there, Homestar Runner, and I remember a Home couple Star of Homestar Runner. Yes, Homestar. Um, I remember a couple of the later trends that started at 4chan in 2009. Oh boy, 4chan. That's a whole episode to itself. Right. Also, something that I think we should just bring back, which is uh, Fail Penguin. Fail Penguin? Why am I having a hard time? What was Fail Penguin? Oh, Fail Penguin is just all of us millennials combined. I'm going to send you a picture on the Discord. At least I think it was called Fail Penguin. Fair. It was like one of those ones with the colors. Oh, yes. The colored animal memes. Rela- I think that was yeah. the, re- the relatable era of memes. Oh, I thought it was called Fail Penguin. Now I'm not sure. See, I'm bad at this. I'm bad at the internet <laughs> in general. It's all good. Don't worry. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, yeah. So, Tom, yes. what have you brought with us, brought for us today? Well, like, you brought episode? up Homestar Runner, and, like... Yeah... Like, I didn't watch it as much, especially back then, but I was definitely, like, absorbed. And we've mentioned it many a times, but I was absorbed on these websites. I was absorbed on my e-bombs world, on YTMD. Um, mm. Newgrounds, huge. Like, that's where we got Ego Raptor, who would go on to be Aaron of the Game Grumps. That's where I, we saw all of those original, um, you know, Metal Gear Awesome and shit like that. Uh, mm-hmm. ScrewAttack.com, mm-hmm. where the Angry Video Game Nerd used to host his videos. I've never even heard of this website. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, well, it was very dorky. That's also probably why. Fair. Yeah, ScrewAttack.com, uh, Albino Black Sheep. Mm, yeah. Like, pretty much any place that would just host Flash games, Flash videos, 
internet comics. Remember how huge those some of those internet comics were? Yeah, I also remember the games. I loved, like, the Flash games back then, and I know that, like, indie games had a pretty superior reign for the yeah. past few years, but people don't know about that Flash game life. Oh, yeah, there was definitely... And also, rest in peace, Flash. They have officially all those games... Not all, but a lot of those games no longer exists. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. It's a truly sad thing, but, like... Also, because I remember the, the funnest thing about it was that it was like one of those, even though the internet blockers worked at schools, sometimes you could skate, you know, skirt it a little bit and get to some of oh, those totally. games and some of those flash animations on like the school computers. And those were the best days. I remember one time when we were able to get past those blocks, I was listening to Criminal by Fiona Apple. Really? Which I don't know if you've seen the music video for, but it is essentially an 18, 19 year old Fiona Apple just around like a bunch of like drunk, sleeping, naked men mostly. Ah, uh, excellent. So it's one of those videos where like the whole point is like she's making a point that she is making a lot of mistakes and she's a bad girl. It's not the kind of music video that you want a teacher looking over your shoulder saying you can't watch that stuff here. Yeah, which to me now at the time is like, it's Fiona Apple. This is the most harmless thing a teenager could be listening to. Yeah. Well, like, but there was one know. video that I wanted to bring up this video in particular because I watched an mm -hmm. amazing Vice documentary on this video. Do okay. You, do you remember the, the end of the world? Okay, so here's the earth. Chilling. Damn, that is a sweet earth, you might say. Round. All right. Oh my god, that sounds so familiar. I'll send you the video right now, because I okay. think you have to see it. But, like, The End of the World was a minute and a half long video depicting a nuclear war that would cause the end of the world. This movie came out, this video came out in 2000. Yeah, it's still, I mean, obviously now it's on YouTube. The End of the Okay. Except now, okay, here it is The End of the World. Hang on one sec, let me send it to you, Discord. The end of the world. I don't remember this. Yeah, this was the shit. <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast that I really enjoy, make fun of um, Emily in Paris. And everything that they criticize the show for is that, like, Emily in Paris perpetuates every single French stereotype, and this is exactly <laughs> what I think. Like, you could tell me this is the introduction to Emily in Paris, and I'd be like, yep, sounds about right. Yeah. Now, this was created by a guy named Jason Winster. Okay. He was, and this video was first posted on Albino Black Sheep in 2003. And I remember, oh. I saw this on E-Bombs World, because that's what a lot of these websites did. They just rip each other off. But it was, like, such a product of its time. It was a reflection of, like, this is 2003, two years after 9-11. You know, we're entering the Iraq War. There's a lot of criticism and anti-war sentiment and a lot of anger towards the government and George Bush, but not really anything more particular than that. So, mm -hmm. like, rage and internet culture at this baby infantile place in history 
it made sense that you could just make a video called the end of the world and it is hysterical and relatable but it nowadays you can criticize it for being not specific enough or being too ambiguous or or being too cynical uh i couldn't see i can easily see uh very far right-leaning people looking at this going like oh, now everything's a joke man or, you know we really need to blah 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 and then left pe people on the left looking at this going like this isn't providing any real you know criticism or any real satirical take on anything and it's just like but in 2003 it was just a fuck it was just a fuck whatever video like hey things suck yeah. here's a video an animated flash cartoon called end of the world i kind of think that that's like hybrid sense of criticism stems from an, a, an amalgamation of like so much fake news being on the internet that we have to be more critically aware of what we see. So that sort of builds us up to just not trust the internet. But then also after years of amazing content where like Netflix is making TV shows, Amazon is making TV shows, like we're looking at TV and content in a way that we never did in 2003. So now that we look back at this with a 2021 lens, we're like so critical of it because we can be and we've have been critical of things for so long now. And you know what's interesting? There is a sequel mm -hmm. and I sent it to you. The original animator who made it made a sequel. And I think it addresses all the things <laughs> for now. I said. <laughs> yes. of the world probably for real this time and it's a lot this more actually fits it's everything that we've been talking about exactly. for the past couple of days yep <laughs> so it's it's this weird beautiful maturing of seeing how and i think this is like there was also a lot of leftover angst from the 90s where it was a lot of angst and cynicism but directed at nothing <laughs> right so you got this much you know you see this first video very you know just angsty and cynical for no reason and then it matures and grows up to its sequel which is very specific and addressing very real world problems right right in the early 2000s it was just like angsty american idiot by green day yes. stuff yes i was just gonna say like i i think back on that i'm like the song is literally called you know don't want to be an american idiot you know controlled by the media and i'm thinking like how did you not freak out about this album back then? And I'm like, because it was ambiguous enough that anyone can yes. think it's, yeah. Yeah, now we've got her making rap songs about people being not able to breathe and police brutality, you know? Yeah. Oh, Like, and, now um, things are very specific. Also, Green Day has shown their continued protest by making dad butt rock music. Yes. How angry they are about paying taxes. Yeah, so, you know, original and left of center, I mean, they really are just like the outcasts of society, <laughs> being dads and having to pay taxes, addressing the, their bad decisions in their 20s have made life very difficult for their 40s. Ugh, man. How dare they? They really were trailblazers. <laughs> So that is my take on End of the World. What about any viral hits that you remember specifically? I remember the Demented Cartoon. The Demented which was Cartoon. Why a 30-minute video that at the time I was like, oh my god, this is hilarious. 
And it was something my roommate Troy and I, when we were in elementary school, we would quote all the time. There would be a bomb that would drop into scene, and it would say some gibberish, but every time it would say it, it would explode. And at the time, we thought it was the funniest thing ever. Troy and I hyped this up just a few years ago, maybe two years ago, maybe six months ago. I don't remember. Who can count time anymore? But... We watched this video, we made our roommates sit down and watch it, because we were like, oh my god, this video is so funny. And then we found out it's not funny, it's really stupid. We just thought it was funny at the time. Like, the pacing fits 2000s much better than 2020, you know? Yes. Zane has shown me some viral videos that make no fucking sense, but I, I... There's one specifically I have pulled up. I'll mention when you're done. Zane's videos, Zane's choice of videos make no sense to me because one minute it'll be Brandon Tennold, who I think is hilarious and is a joy, and it kind of prepares me for watching shitty horror movies. And then he watches a lot of videos of, like, neckbeards at home suggesting strategies for how Trump should have handled the election. I yeah, I remember seeing this. I never watched it, though, the whole thing, this 30-minute mm-hmm. cartoon. Well, it's hard to watch all of it. Wasn't there, like, a string of Harry Potter comedies that were big around this time, too? Oh, you are thinking of the Harry Potter Puppet Pals. Yeah, was that maybe too late? That was much later. That was when... Joe and I started, it wasn't when we started dating, but remember when we were in chemistry class and we'd take a break and then Joe and I would just sort of run off and talk and sort of like talk in a code of inside jokes and memes. Yeah. The Harry Potter puppet pals were definitely one of those. Okay. Snape. Snape. Savarus Snape. Dumbledore. Snape. Snape. Yeah. We would just run up to people and go, bother, 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 bother. What about the ultimate showdown? Is that the rap thing? Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. I was aware of its presence, and I watched it, and I'd be like, aha, clever. I didn't, oh, my God, same. I never really actually cared for it. Same. I was never a person who sought it out and was like, haha, this is funny. But there was always another person who was like, you should check this out, and I'd watch it, and I'd be like, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it, exactly. Oh my god, I'm so glad we're on the same fucking page. <sighs> yeah, thank god. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. I feel like it's like a secret that we've been hiding. The Ultimate Showdown is highly overrated and not that interesting just because it name drops a bunch of cool things. Yeah, also, the people who do it aren't that good. It's literally, if you're not aware... It was a rap song literally about all these different pop culture icons fighting each other. Like Shaq, Godzilla, Optimus Prime, Abraham Lincoln. Even as you're explaining it, I'm like, this isn't good. This doesn't sound good. Who's watching this? The ultimate showdown. Everybody is the ultimate showdown. So dumb. It's not very good. And then Mr. Rogers, I think, wins at the end. It's fine. Who cares? Okay. Great. Yeah. 
When I think of Ultimate Showdown, I'd rather just be watching Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. You know, like, if you're going to pick something to parody celebrities battling it out, it might as well be amazing clay animation. And, like, committed to the joke, not just a, like, Shaq showed up in fuck Godzilla. It's like, okay, great, we get yeah. it. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. just name-dropping um, things doesn't make it clever. Ultimate Showdown is, like... Snape in a bad wig and a bad costume, and now he's gonna rap against Dumbledore, but also here comes Voldemort, and Voldemort's rapping too, and look at us, hip-hop-a-hippity-hop. It's like, oh god, shut up. Just shut up. Shut up! Please stop talking. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, thank god. It's beautiful. <laughs> so what else did you find? This one Zane showed me. Yeah? It was atrocious, but I was hooked on it, and like... I can't, I'm afraid to watch it now because I'm sure it did not age well, is not funny, and is probably problematic to a varying level of degree. But mm -hmm. do you remember the French erotic film? No. The Can French, you send me the link? Yeah, the French erotic film is a three minute long cartoon animation that for some reason features Colin McCree of Whose Line Is It fame? Oh, Colin! Colin! He's in this! Oh. I don't remember this. Because it's just nonsense. Oh, the way you said his last name was confusing. Sorry. It's Colin Mockery. Oh, sorry. Colin McCree. I always knew... Tom, I'm... you're being... You're being really prejudiced against Canadians right now. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, this... Okay, I want you just for a few seconds to watch this and just get a sense. This is Zane. This is what he showed us. 2007 or 8 in the TV studio room in our high school when we should have been filming the Sunrise Report and instead we're watching this. Oh. All right, I just watched the first 20 seconds. There's already something really not appropriate in this. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's very insensitive to to, to Princess Diana. Oh, really? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Whoa. Okay, I was not expecting that. I wasn't... Okay, for people who do not know, I just watched Princess Diana's head um, come flying out of a car and then bounce all over the road. So is the Whoa. whole point of this, it's about an angry Scotsman turning all these things into Scots? But it's called the French you know, erotic film. Yeah. The things that became popular back then made no sense. I just remember wholesome things like... Badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom, badger, yes. badger, 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 oh, snake, it's a snake. The badger, that was, I think that was also on, I, I probably, again, saw it on E-Bombs World, but it was probably from Albino Black Sheep or something. I think it was Albino like, Black Sheep. Albino Black Sheep, which I'm on it right now. It's, it's still up and operates. Yes. Badger, badger, mushroom, mushroom uh, is still a bop. Badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. Oh, man. Now, Newgrounds. 
if I may, is like its own beast. League yes. Grounds was like the biggest, had all the Flash games, all the original animations, all the I think also clad cartoon animations for all young boys because you couldn't get in trouble for being on Newgrounds. I think also Newgrounds, you would find Flash cartoons that had more of a narrative story to them. Yeah. Like, I found a lot of my Final Fantasy VII parodies on here that I still quote to this day. There is like... Not that anybody cares, but Final Fantasy VII did come back, so there's some, there's some relevance to 2021. I'll never forget, there was like a game on Nuke... This is like, again, the <laughs> early 2000s. Very, you know, trench coat wearing school shooter vibe sort of attitude on certain things. Mm -hmm. I remember there was a game on Newgrounds where the, the goth kids took over the school and you had to oh play boy. as the mascot of Newgrounds and shoot them up. It was very, um, oh, that's uncomfortable. Very edgy for edgy's sake. And like, not yeah. like stupid. Newgrounds yeah. is still up um, and running though, but that's like a lot of it. That's like a lot of old Newgrounds is that kind of nonsense. Now, Tom, I have to tell you, you did say something very offensive just now. What did I very say? Very offensive. You called trench coat wearing people school shooters. They are people with mental illness, Tom. Okay. Oh, he was okay. just having a we bad only... day. He was just having yeah, a bad they day. Were I should have been Just having aware. a bad day. Yeah. And you know what happens when I have a bad day? I go buy a box of macarons. I don't do what that guy did. No. But, you know, mental illness. Also, does anybody think that they're helping the mental illness community by only talking about it when shootings are involved? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he was having a tough day. I never played this game. The one I was, yeah, the, you don't, there's no reason to. <laughs> There's quite literally no reason to. Wasn't there? It didn't. Isn't this like later on in the odds? Isn't this the time in which a game like um, the Binding of Isaac just blows up? Um, what blows up? Binding of Isaac. I actually looked it up. No, Binding of Isaac was 2011. Never mind. I'm off. Don't listen to me. Okay. I don't know what that is. Isaac, watching through a crack in his door, trembled in fear. Scrambling around his room to find a hiding place, he noticed a trap door to the basement hidden under his rug. Oh, um, it's a fairly big independent uh, game that like blew up and became its own franchise. Okay. It's fairly unique, very dark, very um, deep, but uh, it was like my, my former partner's favorite game and they talked mm. about it all the time. Okay. Also, a friend of ours has the, a card game based on this. It's actually a pretty fun card game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Binding of Isaac. Oh, okay. Um, I thought of you recently because I found out a musician that I like, Mumtune, who I've mentioned as one of my obsessions in an episode. She is the singing voice for the main character in the new version of Life is Strange. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy for her that that is a new step in her career 
But how strange? Like, the whole statement is strange. It's like, all Hi, strange. my name is Mumtune, and I'm the singing voice for Alex, the main character in the new Life is Strange game. And I'm Life like, is certainly huh. strange. Yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. I love him, and I, 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 I debate with Claude all the time. Claude loves uh, Life is Strange, and I tell him that the game is very cringy all the time. I want to punch that stupid man-cow in the dick. Like, right in the dick? Right in the dick. Chloe, you punch a lot of dicks. But you know what? I think for the cringe and my new life, new haircut, new life. New haircut, I'm new time. The, I'm a new time. New decade? I'm, new decade. I'm going to play the new, new life is strange. <laughs> you should twitch it. I'm going to do Wait, that. that's not a verb. You should stream it. That's I'm going to stream it. I'll stream it on the Remember the Arts channel. Yes. <laughs> and we'll just... Um, life I is do, cringe. I do feel like life is strange isn't inherently millennial and it's not inherently Gen Z. I think it's for the uber young millennial who doesn't fit into the millennial generation quite so much and then also is too old to be Gen Z. I, I can agree to that. Yeah. It's for those weirdos who just don't fit in either generation. Yeah. When is the new game coming out? Life I is, don't know. Life is cringe. Um, oh, the game's called True Colors. That's True it. True Colors. It's also not a good song to even base it off of. Actually, I, I do have to say the only time I've actually liked that song is when they played it on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Her dad is dying and, like, he has a rare neurological disease so he can't talk to them as he's dying. But because she can hear people's thoughts in song, he starts singing True Colors to her. And that's the only time I've ever, Aww. like... Just bawled my eyes, crying, like, waterfall coming from my eyes from that song. Gotcha. I don't In no other circumstance is that a good song. Were they even referencing the song for the game? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think these... Let me see. Uh, I want to know when it comes out in September. I'll forget about it by then. Life can't be that strange. I don't want to wait that long. I'm sure it'll come back to you in September. I'm Probably. sure you'll come back around to it. It's going to rear its ugly head. And I and know like, me. I will. Like, Tom. Yeah, it will. Play this game or, like, whatever. And that's how it's going to go. Whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, that whole game is just a lot of, like, really exaggerated disgust <laughs> noises. Just, yeah, why don't you spend your money on this game, white guy? Ugh. Angry white Ugh. guy. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, whatever, man. This game wasn't meant for you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not all <laughs> games have to be for you. Ugh. And I just feel really bad. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play this yeah, game. You'll, you'll feel bad about not playing it. <laughs> Somebody will think that you don't, like, truly, um, like, represent a community unless you play Life is Strange, and then you're going to get roped into it. Life is Strange! What a funny title. I also, I love it. It's so, it's perfect. 
<laughs> now, I wanted to ask, did you have yes. any other viral hits that you remember from this time? Because if not, I have my, my list of the topic for the next one. Okay, there are two specifically that I remember um, that were kind of like my favorite. This one sort of became oddly part of alternative culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but it sort of was embraced by the alternative emo community. Mm. Do you remember the unicorn videos? Charlie the Unicorn? Yes! Hey, Charlie! Hey, Charlie, wake up! Yeah, Charlie! You silly sleepyhead, wake up! Uh, I still love that. We're on a bridge, Charlie! We're on a bridge! I don't know, maybe because it just fell in so easily to the emo scene color scheme. Like, there's unicorns in it. It's also, like, weirdly vulgar and bloody. Like, yes. oh my god, they took my kidney! <laughs> there's Charlie the Unicorn, Charlie the Unicorn 2, and Charlie the Unicorn mm-hmm. 3. Wait, there's a fourth one? Yes, there is a fourth one. I forget what happens in the fourth one. Joe and I were big fans of the first two. And then the third and the fourth one. The third one I remember, but the fourth one I don't remember at all. It explains, like, why they have his organs. Oh. Oh, boy. I just kind of like to live in the world of the first two. That's fair. It's a magical Leopluridon, Charlie. And it's just like a toy. <laughs> like an actual toy. Um, and then also, the classic Rickroll. Yes, the classic yeah. Rickroll, which yeah. originates from another prank meme called the Duck Roll. But Oh, really? Yeah, there was, it was the same concept. You'd send somebody a link for something important, and it would just open up a picture of a duck on wheels. Okay. Let me, let me, let me look up the Duck Roll. I'll send it to you in the Discord. Duck Roll. No, I don't want anything popping out at me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's just a Tom duck. triggered me before we started recording, and I'm sure we're going to get into that. Yeah, this is the duck roll. I'm putting it in the Discord. It's just a picture of a duck with wheels. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I remember that. But then Rick rolling became the same concept, but infinitely funnier and more entertaining, mm-hmm. where you send someone a link to something important, and it opens up the video for Rick Astley's hit, never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you. That meme hit its peak when I think I even texted you in the 2008 Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, we were gonna talk about this in an episode and then we didn't end up getting to it, I don't think. No, but they rolled, they (laughs) Rick rolled the nation. It was on the- They Rick rolled the nation on- Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yes, that was the float. You think you're just, like, gonna have a celebrity come out on the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends float, and then suddenly Rick Astley appears, and I'm like, of course, of course Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends did this. Yeah. Of course Cartoon Network decided to do this. Matter of fact, Rick Rowling has its own Wikipedia article page talking about the prank itself. Video was posted on YouTube in 2008, and the song itself came out in 1987. There is 
a crossover between the Rick Rowling and the Charlie the Unicorn. There's like a small promo video where they do with Charlie the Unicorn where they talk about the internet and then out comes Rick Astley as a tentacle monster. And you drew that tentacle monster Rick Astley in my notes that I found when I was cleaning out my childhood no. home. Do you have it? Yep. Do you have a picture of it? I I have a picture of it and I'm gonna send it to you. Yes. I still have a picture of it. I think subconsciously I chose not to delete it for the moment that this exact conversation would happen. Yes. Yeah, I still have it. And I Rick rolled somebody in our high school yearbook. I rickrolled my first ex in our senior year high school uh, yearbook because I knew he was going to write something cheesy and, like, pseudo-sentimental. So I started mine with, wow, you know, things have been so... We've been through so many things in the past four years. I'm never going to give you up. Never gonna let you down. And he's just like, did you just fucking rickroll me in my yearbook? And I was like, yes, I did. Fuck. That's brilliant. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm I, really I, proud I'm of s- that. I'm so excited for this picture. I am, I'm trying really hard to remember the scenario I was in. Oh, it was definitely one of Mr. Fury's random English classes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where I got all of the notes from you. Or, like, from <laughs> all the doodles. Oh, Yeah. I got to doodle more. Yes. Yes. It's still here. I have it. I'm going to yes. text it to you. Yay. The, peop- the two people listening are like, fuck this shit. This episode sucks. This episode's great. Deal with it. We'll post it. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait for this, this image. Because one of the unicorns says, you know the rules. And then Rick Astley comes out and he's like, and so do I. <laughs> yes. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I'm ready for it. Oh, yes. Okay. There's so <laughs> That's many. Your... I did this. I'm saving this it. This is your handiwork. That is my handiwork. He's wearing... Why is he wearing a tie? I don't know. Oh. I was just thinking that's also a very short tie. Like, it's just up to his nips and that's it. I think... Oh, you know what it is? Because I combined three things. That's Rick Astley with tentacle arms... I'm also sending you another one, which we haven't touched on, but we could we could touch but on. But he's wearing a short sleeve button up and a short tie. I'm assuming the body is of the anger video game nerd. I don't know. Yes, I just oh, sent I... you another one. Oh, the cinnamon roll bun. Cinnamon the furious bun. little cinnabun. <laughs> the furious little cinnabun. Oh God, no shit. Oh God, no! He's just getting smashed to death by like a giant blurred out penis. <laughs> Let me think of the furious little <laughs> cinnamon bun. There oh, no, it is. I'm sharing it in the Discord. Hold on. Uh, so good. Oh my god, you know what we didn't touch on at all? I'm so sorry. I know you have a list of things. Yeah. We haven't even touched on this. Derek Comedy. (gasps) Derek Comedy! What? I told you, I told you, I didn't want to write anything down, and that as we started talking, I would figure things out. Derek Comedy was our biggest thing into senior year. 
we need to we need to mm -hmm. we'll mention it briefly but let's save that for a whole episode because i would love totally. to talk about it yeah but also i feel like comedy. there are, there are some videos that if we just go into a little bit could sound really terrible exactly so we need to give Derek comedy its full appreciation Derek yes. comedy sketch comedy group from new york nyu actually yes featuring uh dominic Derek's DC Pearson, and everyone knows him, Donald Glover. Childish Gambino. Yeah, wasn't also um. Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper, yes. Oh my god. Blowjob girl. Blowjob girl. What a time. Joe and oh I my... still quote blowjob girl sometimes. Ooh. Because her delivery in that is so perfect. It's so funny. Oh my god, the Derek comedy crew. There was some favorites. <laughs> we also still, I mean, like, we still quote them all the time, but um, one that we still watch frequently to this day is um, self-defense. No, self-defense, and then you take out your gun. <laughs> you hold his wrist. You hold his wrist. Okay, now I've got wrist control. Now I can kind of do whatever I want with him, and then you take out your gun. I've seen both those guys, because obviously, you know, Donald Glover blew up, but I've seen the other two guys in, like, um, who like is this? they're usually in, like, Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. Who is this Donald Glover? I've never heard of him. Is we he... have no idea. Yeah, yeah, no, um, no, I've never heard of him before. He must not be famous. He must not is, have succeeded Is he Hollywood. related to Danny Glover in any way? I, I remember hearing about um, someone by the name Dong Lover. Dong. I remember hearing about a comedian who went by Dong Lover for a really mm, uh, long time. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Sounds about right for that era. I do love Childish Gambino. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just fun to remember uh, Dare Comedy for a minute. Yes. We will do an episode on it sh soon. Cool. Yes. Now. Cool. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can't run away. Can't run away. That, that video All went right. dark. Do you want me to get into the list now? Yeah, let's get into your list. I have uh, ranted on the ones that immediately came to my mind after starting this podcast episode. Do we ever know why the, the furious little cinnamon bun was so fucking angry? Oh, he upset... The little snow cone people. And then he was being followed by a giant penis in the sky that was coming to smash him. That's how, yeah, that makes sense. That's what he was mad about. I wouldn't want to get destroyed by a gigantic penis, too. I mean, the patriarchy kind of is like that. But, you know, on a metaphorical level, not a physically painful level. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I have here in front of me. Actually, no, mm -hmm. I don't. Here now, I do. I have here in front of me a list of some of the most notorious, infamous, traumatizing internet screamers. Yes, here we are. The thing that Tom triggered me about right before we started this episode. As a horror fan, it was inevitable that I'd come across these in my adolescence, and some of them terrified me and guard me, but also led to some f joyous moments of funny interaction with friends. I would definitely say, especially when I was younger, these were very traumatizing. 
I hope that nobody like has many... to deal with something parallel to it at this age. But I feel like somebody could for TikTok. So if you're not familiar, internet screamers or just jump scare pranks were essentially like flash animation pranks you would send to your friend and it could consist of anything like, oh, look at this image and look for look for the hidden thing in the image. And then the image was actually a flash animation and would 30 seconds in scare you with a loud noise in an image. Um, the like some notorious ones are like the scary maze prank, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the ghost car, which this was actually a real commercial for a German energy drink, where it was just a nice car driving down the road, down, 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 and then a scary ghost woman pops up. Um, there's a bunch. Hang on, let me. Oh no, thank I you. List. I don't like that at all. You know what's funny is that the one that you sent. The one that you mentioned before the episode is the same one that introduced me to these fucking things. Really? And traumatized me, yeah. Yeah, it no, like, it was horrible. I remember it got introduced to me by my cousin, and he said, mm -hmm. hey, check this out, it's funny. And it was of a creepy, quiet voice reading the Our Father prayer. That so was like, it, that was it, no! It's a different one? No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling um, so the, I, that's what it was. No, it's okay. Tom just triggered me. Cancel Tom. Although he's oh, my podcast. No. Even though we're co-hosts on this podcast, he triggered me. Therefore, we have to cancel Tom. There's a WikiHow article, how to recognize internet screamer. That's hysterical. Wow, I didn't realize that this was such a thing. I think that when it first happened to me, I was just so scared that I never wanted to look into anything like this ever again. Oh, yeah, no, you would definitely, like, this is, was a thing that scarred you. Like, I remember if I yeah. explored Obano Black Sheep, I would have to actively, like, I would cautiously watch anything and pause and check and look again. Like, yes. there was no way. Like, yeah. it, we were all very, very careful to not... Like, make sure we didn't fall for it again. Yeah, there were there several some... times where I would click on a link and take my headphones off and, like, lower the music and look away from the screen for a bit. Oh, boy. There would, um... Wait, where's my link to all the... All, I had, like, a list of them. And now what it's gone. What was that one called? The one that scared the shit out of me? That, I don't... Uh, it was... I don't remember what it was called. It was literally just... It would say the, uh, it was a creepy little voice doing the Our Father. Ugh. And it was doing it at a really low volume and it would get lower and lower so you raise the volume. And then it would scream and then just faces from horror movies would pop up. But I was young enough and didn't see all these movies so I didn't, I thought these were real. And like mm -hmm. it, it fucked me up and I cried and I got upset. <laughs> yeah, I, the only time that I've had this happen to me when you, originally mentioned before we started recording like oh i want to mention um internet screamers i was like cool i've never heard of this thing and then i was like does that have anything to do with this one video that my like first high like first boyfriend showed me that like it was like a really quiet voice saying some rhyme and you're like oh yep that's the worst one and i was like got it cool i cried and like like, immediately ran away from the laptop and wanted to throw the laptop at the wall. Awesome. I think also by the time that 
you are induced with the scary imagery. It could have been anything. Like, it could have been an image from an, a scary episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I wouldn't have recognized that imagery or, like, realized it was from a TV show. Like, that's just how bombarded you were sensorily by what was happening in the Internet Screamer. Yeah. Oh, my God, I found it. No, th- um, you can just tell me about it. Yeah, I'm not going to send it to you. <laughs> like, this is it something was... I still have an issue with. Like, we've watched several horror movies now. I watched several horror movies with Joe at this point. As an adult, I'm turning 30. You just turned 30. And yeah. I'm still like, no, don't send me that internet screamer. So it was called Subliminal Music and Images. And it was a minute-long video going over. Oh, my God, that's over. what it was. It, was, it showed cool. you subliminal images in marketing and the song was Our Lord's Prayer. And it was like, if you listen carefully, you'll hear a creepy thing. And Ooh. then the images pop up. And I can tell you exactly where these images are from now. The first image is of the girl from the Italian horror movie Demons when she transforms. It's her scary face, mm-hmm. which I have not seen until my adulthood. The movie came out. When did the movie come out? The movie came out, Demons, 1985. Is that a Argento Lombard- film? Dario Argento? No, he produced it, but it was directed by Lombardo Brava. Oh, okay. the Bava, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's all within that same camp. It's got that same yeah. very artistic, um, colorful horror style. Let me see. Where did the prank go? I have the prank. Here it is. Okay, the first images of the girl. Let me see what the actress's name um, where's IMDb? Here's IMDb. Um, there is an Argento in it. He, I know he produced it, and he maybe there's probably an Argento in it. The actress's name is Goretta. 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 Is that what? Goretta. Goretta. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> it's like Mario. Mario. <laughs> She's beautiful and always, and she's been in a lot of these really cool artsy movies. But I mean, like, I guess that's the thing. Um, Is this a movie that we watched at your place when yes, you were, like still Demon. lived? Ah, uh, okay, okay. The ending still scared me. I mean, yeah, right? Because mm-hmm. isn't there like a girl? She's like fine all the way through the movie, and then she touches her head during the credit scene, and then she turns around and she's evil. Yep. Yeah, this legitimately scares me. Like, I know that the credits are bad, like, the um, effects are bad, but something about it still, like, the spewing blue ooze is like, ugh. Yeah. The second image that pops up is Captain Howdy from The Exorcist fame, that famous face. That face that shows... Captain Howdy? Yeah, Captain Howdy. It's a creepy face. I think Captain Howdy, that face was used in more than one jump scare video. Okay, probably. Captain Howdy is, like, the face of the demon Pazuzu from the movie. And, like, there's certain parts of The Exorcist in the director's cut that if you pause the movie, there's certain frames of the film that just have this face in it that you don't even Mm. necessarily see. Okay. Yeah, so that face is uh, showing up for a split second in this prank. What other face is in here? Um, Then the next one after Pazuzu is... um, 
some black and white horror movie I've never seen, and that's it. And it ends on a slate that says, never trust Saint, <laughs> never trust strange flash documents talking about subliminal stuff. You know, what's funny is that, uh, ironically, this was more self-aware and woke about not trusting everything you're sent on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, this, I think we shouldn't, you don't need to watch it. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should spread this on Facebook so that people who buy into fake nonsense on Facebook need to get like a kick in the ass. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, Mark Zuckerberg. If you're going to put all the shit out there in the universe that can be out there, then get ready for the return of internet screamers. Mm-hmm. I think the one that most people are familiar with are is the Scary Maze, which is a three-level-long maze game where you have to complete the maze, and it, the first two levels are very simple, but the third level is very difficult and the last bit of it gets very tight, but there's like a trigger point that the moment you reach a certain point, uh, Reagan's face from the exorcist pops up and it screams <laughs> at you. Oh God. Yeah. Again, the exorcist face, Captain Howdy, um, the girl from the original Fright Night when she becomes a vampire. Her scary oh. face is used a lot in a lot of these internet pranks. Okay. Um, there's one called Where's Waldo? That one scared the shit out of me. I found that one on E-Bombs World. Actually, I have it open now. What's funny is that because Flash doesn't work anymore, they're all saved as, like, mm-hmm, videos. Mm-hmm. But, like, it shows mm-hmm. an image. You're supposed to find Waldo, and then just Captain Howdy shows up and screams at you. Okay. I think also at the time, and I still kind of think this now, I'm like, who would be so mean as to make this and scare people? Like, that's what I thought at the time, and I still kind of think that now. I'm like, why would somebody do this? I remember, I forgot which one it was. There was a internet scare prank that was actually more, uh... I, I fucked someone up bad with this one, even though it wasn't scary. It was, um... I forgot what it was, but, like, you had to... It was one of those things where it was, like, it was a game, and it was, like, you were trying to listen to the game, so they raised the audio. And then the the video would blast um, analsex.com, all anal, all the time. Oh, God. Because I guess the joke oh, was that God. if you're in an office trying to, like, play this game, you don't hear anything, so you turn it up, and then it just blasts this inappropriate thing. I'm sure somebody got fired for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's so many, like, Jingle Bells Reversed, Jessica Alba Naked, I think. <laughs> I guess that must have been a popular one, then. That yeah. one was, because it, it took, this one took advantage of slow internet speeds, because I remember it was, there's a picture of Jessica Alba, and the flash would start, but you didn't think. You thought it was just an image that was trying to load. So it would have her face, and then more and more of the image would show up, and then it would cut right above her, like her neck. And then, uh, then, uh, then the then the girl from Fright Night pops up and screams at you. It was so funny. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. Where have I heard the one. name D. Snyder before? I know that that's oh, Captain uh, Howdy, but is he... Oh, it's that guy! D. Snyder is the front man for uh, Twisted Sister. Oh, see, if I knew that was him, I probably wouldn't have been that scared no, no, no. of him. Well, it's not him. I think he made a movie called Captain Howdy, but that's not related to The Exorcist at all. 
It says Mike discovers that Captain Howdy, played by D. Snyder, is into body. This is a different movie. That's a different movie. Hang on, okay. I'll show you. I'll share. I'll share a picture. Do you want to see the? No, I, I checked it already. I checked it already. It's a scary um, image. Yeah, yeah, especially for like a thirteen-year-old who has no idea what any of these horror movies are about. Yeah. Oh, Linda Cardellini's in it. Now I'm just looking things up. Yeah, no, D. Snyder made his own movie. It's not very good. Sure. But uh, he's in a movie, and I think he plays a character, but it's not related to the Exorcist thing at all. Well, I think that's good for today's episode. It's a short, (laughs) hour-long retrospective on old internet culture. Yeah, and it's not necessarily focusing on just one thing. It's more of just, like, our lived experiences of, like, what came into our lives and then what left it in the decade of 2000 to 2010. Some of these will get their own episode. Yes. Not Captain Howdy, though. No. No, we're good on that. Yeah. (laughs) So, Courtney. Tom. what, What is your obsession lately? Minari. Minari? Yeah, I know we didn't get to do an obsession last week. Um, it would have been Minari then, too. Um, I watched this movie the night before I had a procedure. It was probably the best thing I could have watched at the time because it was, like, so heart-wrenchingly beautiful, and I cried, and Alan Kim is, like, the cutest freaking thing that ever existed. I loved everybody. Han Yeri from my so-called 20s, or life in tw- my, my life in 20s. I don't remember now. Oh my gosh, I can't remember it. But either way, um, an actress from one of my favorite K-dramas is in the movie. She plays Steve Young's wife, and I think she's amazing in it. Steve Young's amazing in it. Everyone's amazing in it, and I want to watch it again already. Nice, okay. It's an amazing film. That's awesome. Tom, what's your obsession? I have been spring cleaning. Woo! I also did some cleaning this weekend. Spring cleaning, um, goth shit. I've been trying to explore and buy more goth things, which to people who are not familiar with goth would be like, Tom, you're already dressed goth. And people who are familiar with goth would be like, Tom, you're just a dork. You're not goth. And <laughs> I'm trying to change that perception every day. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and I was watching some old VHS music videos. I'm happy about that. Oh, fun. Yeah. Hello, My 20s. That's the name of the K-drama that I love. Okay. Hanya Rees and that show. And it's a really good show. But I was happy to see her in a drama. Nice. Yeah. Cleaning feels really good right now. It It does. Pandemic winter was rough, so spring cleaning feels really good. It does. Yeah. All right, guys, with that, we'd like to wrap it here. Mm-hmm. We love mm-hmm. you. We love your faces. And, and we love follow, your faces. <laughs> be sure to listen, like, subscribe, follow on all the places that we're found. Google, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube. Amazon. I'm, I'm my brain's dead. Uh, Same. We are. Remember the zero zero s podcast on Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the whole shebang. Yeah, that's it, guys. Peace out. Bye bye.